and we clap Joshua on Mark. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> right, we all good? Uh, yeah. One oh. Three. What were the instructions again? Huh? I'm joking. Ethan takes 200 points of psychic damage. Um, I'm dead. <laughs> three. Yuri's heart breaks in the background. Three, two, one, mark. There we go. Perfect. Not shabby. It always seems off on my end, but it's, it's good. Yeah, it will do because of internet connections. But that's all good. So, Ugh. I will switch off of my airship music and throw it to recap. Feel free to edit out that horrible ho loogie hack don't worry john i always do <laughs> sorry <laughs> and that's staying in the episode hello family friends fans and fellow adventurers and welcome back to practical heroes with your favorite practical heroes of course why do the cars always go past every time i'm doing the intro i hope that didn't get picked up uh, although i hope I it did anything. so like it doesn't sound weird josh had it it's all good um <laughs> yes this is immortals the flagship podcast campaign from practical heroes set in the pretty much entirely homebrew world of eros last time as the gnolls invaded the orcish settlement of dradukak Ethan and Yuri sprang into action to defend Merry while she continued with the ritual, hoping to release righteousness. Finally, one of the seven divine. <laughs> As the various layers of the ritual unfolded, Ethan found himself momentarily pinned by arrows from Knoll archers before being spider lifted to safety by Merry's new abilities. And with Ethan pinned and Yuri taking cover from the hail of arrows, Gunnark and Honor bamfed into the fray to back you up with Immigrant Song by Led Zeppelin blasting in the background. <laughs> Always. Um, immediately, of course, showing off the new results of his latest training, Gunnark went to absolute fucking town <laughs> on those knolls <laughs> as Merry unlocked the next stage of the ritual and the orcs began to shout about bullets, enormous land sharks, which burrow. It's real annoying. <laughs> and I finally got to use them properly. Uh, they burrow in and out of the ground, of course, to ambush their prey with halflings, of course, being a particular favorite snack of theirs. So luckily, Mary was on top of the 10 foot cube. <laughs> and as Ethan burst from the hedge, ready for revenge, Gunnark and Yuri finished off the knolls, Merry finished the ritual, and Righteousness emerged from the box and took care of a bunch of knolls for you as Ethan showed off his new powers using his new connection to Daraphiel to freeze time around the bullet, preventing it from properly landing and setting up the perfect shots for him, Honor, and Righteousness to just wail on the poor little guy with all of the advantage. <laughs> Just all the advantages. <laughs> and with the fight survived, righteousness released, and feasts had, Merry temporarily hid the auras of honor and righteousness to allow you guys some time to discuss plans, hopefully 
without the Seven Darkest knowing that you were still with them. And plan you did. Finally, course was set for the desert continent of Doblis, with Kutafet being the next nearest location to where you currently are, but Edgeport as the closest dock to Kutafet, and itself being contained within the area known as the Greying Sands, hopefully allowing you to find the lockbox of another of the Seven Divine, as well as possible information surrounding the City of Heretics. So, as the kobold throat singing always surrounds the takeoff of the patchwork pelican, <laughs> as you guys slowly drift up into the sky, it is another uh, week or so, just over a week of airship travel, but in the interest of uh, time and not having our special guest just sat there doing absolutely nothing. I'm going to condense a fair bit of it and we're basically just going to kind of like gloss over a whole bunch of it. We're going to have a couple of rolls on the encounter table just to see if we get some. But um, for the most part, it'll be a nice condensed travel because we also played out the last one a fair amount. So, maybe the next travel I'll play out in full and we'll have seven sessions of intense airship roleplay. We'll see. <laughs> so, as the patchwork pelican takes off, is there anything anyone wanted to do over that week of airship travel? No, I'm good. Just relaxing. As you guys wave goodbye to Honor and Righteousness, who bamf away to hopefully keep watch over Shades Peak, as discussed. Who would like to roll on the random encounter table? Lindsay, you want to get the first one? Sure. Yeah. Just a D100? Yeah. I've added in some new things, taken out some old ones, because we had mm. a few options mm. that already been done. 73. Shuffled some things up. 73. Uh, that is fun. Cool. Um, okay. So, first few days of travel are relatively calm and quiet, which is, as always, a very welcome change of pace for you guys. There are, of course, still the daily activities on deck morning and evening with Hans. Um because that's his job. <laughs> but uh, around probably the third day of travel, um, you can hear like drifting, bellowing across the wind, just a little, oh, damn it! Just drifting across the wind, <laughs> this voice shouting. <laughs> what would you guys like to do? Uh, I imagine Yuri's on the deck as per usual. Uh, probably try and look around to see where the voice is coming from. Okay, make a perception check. Well, you know, Yuri is so great at those. Not <laughs> yes. really, though. 
That was a good roll, though. That was very good. An 18. What do my, what do my satyr eyes see? So you start voice. squinting, and you can't really see anything. And then there's just like a little tap on your hip, and you look down, and Iakiak just kind of holds up a spyglass. And you're like, oh, right, this'll help. <laughs> and you start looking through that, and you can see off in the distance seems to be a very large humanoid shape seems to just be like stood on a cloud holding what seems to be more <laughs> clouds above their head and just like gesturing wildly at the clouds uh yuri will probably like quickly tell yak yak do you do uh, can you grab mary please uh, and then scarf is away. <laughs> try to shout out, like, "Are you okay out there, Miss? What, like, what are you even?" <laughs> um, where is Mary then? As Iak uh, runs to find her, Mary is uh, kind of up and around the rigging. She's training with new body. Uh, nice. Yeah, she's got the the saddle, so they're just. <laughs> You're getting used to to mm -hmm. casual uh, riding around type and, stuff. Um, no battle maneuvers or anything. This is purely recreational fun time. After a while, you hear some probably by now very familiar draconic swearing as Iakiak just oh, is just hanging upside down by his tail all tangled up in the ropes. Oh, Mary! Yeah. Where is looking for you? <laughs> oh, he's just okay, hanging okay. upside hey, down, just slowly, <laughs> just drifting in the wind. Yeah. Alright, hang on. Uh, then Mary will, like, shift her weight so that nobody knows which <laughs> way she wants to go. Because this is part of the training. She'll go help uh, Yak Yak out of the, the netting mm -hmm. first. And then I'm assuming sees the, uh, the, the big ass giant. And, yeah, you know. at this point, um, the large humanoid figure does come into view, yes, as Yuri starts shouting. Yeah. <laughs> She'll, uh, they'll, they'll, she and new buddy will, will go over to Yuri. Hey, do you want me and buddy to go, uh, go, go see if they need help? You can just float right out there. Can, can new buddy take both of us? Oh, no. Oh, darn. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. Nobody can barely take Mary. <laughs> is it? Is it? Um, is it good? That, yeah. I mean, what's wrong with helping people? Nothing ever comes bad after. Yeah. Go ahead. I'll go get uh, Ethan and let them know what's going on. Nobody away. <laughs> she points and puts one hand on a hip, and they go. As he slowly so jellyfishes across the sky. <laughs> Cloak of billowing um. activated. <laughs> <laughs> so majestic. You do make your way to what seems to be an adult-sized cloud giant. So Mary's probably about the size of, like, his ankle. <laughs> Maybe. And you could just see he's, like, stood on clouds. And you, now that you're kind of, like, underneath, you can see he seems to be, like, tracing magical glyphs onto the cloud above him and is just swearing loudly. He's got pants on, right? No, no guilt yes. action. <laughs> no, 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 he's... It's just, 
like wife fronts, you know. <laughs> He's right, in then, just uh, briefs and nothing else. Very slowly, you know, <laughs> fart fart up towards uh, towards his face. This big old his... buff silvery body, cloud giant rune tattoos all over him. And then uh, when 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 they get in, uh, hopefully visual range. Maybe <laughs> Hi. The eyes just slowly <laughs> turn and like, the head follows. <laughs> Is that a halfling on a jellyfish? You could like see going through their brain. <laughs> and, uh, the spiders all wave also. <laughs> it's an As he just like slowly lowers a hand from tracing the runes and waves really confused. <laughs> We were, me and my friends were just passing by, and it looked like maybe you needed some some help with something. I don't know if we can help, but we thought we'd offer anyway. The, do you know Cloud Giant runes? No. But my castle we're fell very apart. Very supportive. What? I'm trying to piece it back together. It uh. I mean, we could try to help. Maybe we could sort of <laughs> just cheer you on. You, uh, wipe your brow. You know. Sure. I know some magic give... stuff. If you're if you're helping by just cheering, maybe give me a, a performance check. If you're if you're trying to help with a little bit of magic, maybe give me an Arcana check or a Nature check. I'll I'll let it be your choice, because clouds are kind of naturey. Uh, <laughs> Sixteen. <laughs> That's helpful. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, the cheering on does seem to be working. He, he starts working a little bit faster. You can see as he's like reinforcing these glyphs that he's already drawn, the cloud that he is like trying to hold up his hands had been just like routinely sinking through it because like fucking cloud <laughs> but as you help him for a bit it actually seems to start getting a bit more solid and a little bit more and a little bit more and after a while he just kind of like ah thank you <laughs> no problem as I'm Mary. probably this by is this point, the airship has slowly <laughs> crested around the side of the cloud giant, and all the kobolds are just. <laughs> <coughs> and then Mary Hello, will name Mary. Off everyone on the boat. <laughs> nice. In rapid succession. He doesn't have a name because I wasn't prepared for this. Um, <laughs> he's Stephen. It's a traditional <laughs> cloud giant name. Um. S T Y with an accent, V I with an accent, N. Mm. <laughs> strong. But like strong, in Cloud giant. giant Runes, it looks a lot more intimidating. It's the translation <laughs> that makes it weird. Yeah, like <laughs> he he takes like the moment to, in Giant, it means binder of cloud, but in common it's Stephen. <laughs> Alright, well, I guess, uh, 
if you're if you're good here, uh, we're gonna keep As moving Iak, on. Iak and the our other kobolds start slowly lowering the harpoons over the side. No, no, guys, <laughs> no, he's he's nice. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Sad noises from the kobolds as they all scatter. <laughs> and just remember to tell your friends about how nice the patchwork pelican is. I feel as he just like slides the cloud down and you hear a click as it just connects to the one he was already standing on. And he just, I'll be seeing you, I need to collect the rest of it. And just, <sighs> Starts drifting away on this cloud Nimbus. Nimbus! <laughs> and then uh, Mary will Fucking return Dragon for Ball her Z PR always. trip. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, slowly, slowly bump up our honor at decimal point. <laughs> um, with cloud, this one specific mm -hmm. tribe of cloud giants. Yeah, yes. it's just a decimal. You can't even roll it, you know, because you round down, so it doesn't matter yet. But eventually. But yeah. Um, afterwards, the next few days pass by just as uneventful, <laughs> and we'll give it <clears throat> one last, one last little encounter check, and we'll see what we come past. So who wants to roll percentiles? Don't worry if you don't Is get a roll guest? this time. I have one for the desert, too. I'll, I'll do this one. Show me the money. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, oh. Uh, that is a nice, crisp, clean 50, my guy. 50. 5 zero. Yeah, 5 zero. I hope it's a Excellent. good 5 zero. Once again, Yuri adding another day of travel onto the journey. <laughs> As. Actually, no. Jordan, I'll let oh, you do fuck. it. Roll a d4. Fuck me. God damn it. You know this always curses the session. <laughs> Why must you doom us all like this? And I'm sorry, everybody. Here we go. A fucking one. I don't know if it's good. Probably not, but a one. So, while I hiccup my way to my supplement, for the next entire day, and that's why it adds a day on... To your journey as it's quite hard to navigate through there is an intense lightning storm <laughs> oh, <Jesus>. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> Captain Coy Lacroix is trying his absolute damnedest to navigate through it without anyone getting hit which means I need to roll some percentiles myself to see how many creatures get struck by lightning. <laughs> how many oh lightning rods has uh, First time. Yak, Yak put up to try to charge various inventions at this point? <laughs> I imagine. We'll see. <laughs> Jordan, was it your fault that we got acid rain too? Yes. Yes, yes it was. <laughs> was it? Yes. I thought yes. you rolled the acid rain and you rolled the fog. You rolled the acid rain. And I the, the fog. acid rain and the fog, dude. Like, Which you're the crash landing. traveling on oh, the worst travel companions gosh. ever for okay. natural events. Luckily, I, I only rolled a one. So Iakiak has set up, like, ten lightning rods around the ship. And every <laughs> single one of them is just being constantly struck by lightning and narrowly avoiding 
every single one of you. Like, kobolds are just going about their jobs normally, which seems a bit dangerous when lightning then strikes the lightning rod, like, ten feet from them, if that. How... <laughs> how are... Like, are... So, my understanding of a lightning rod is it's the piece of metal with a wire that goes to the ground, basically. Yes. Are yak yaks basically that? They are... Yes, they are hooked up to yak yaks nipples. Um, <laughs> I am the Super Kobold! <laughs> I am become God of Lightning! Hell yeah. New Get deity it. enters the pantheon, Iakiak, God of Lightning. No, he, um, he does have some wires kind of, like, not wire, but like, kind of copper wiring almost. Trailing gotcha. off below decks, and it's kind of like, you've been below decks. There's another trap door in kind of like the cargo hold uh-huh. and uh, you know every now and again you've probably been like let's go down there and actually see because it would be like the bilge of the ship effectively and every time you've been near that trap door Iakiak has just always been there to j- no 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 mine mm-hmm. leave no <laughs> yeah. no one is allowed near the trap door no one is allowed under the trapdoor, but these wires are trailing into the trapdoor. Mary's been there, though. Mary knows what's there. Of course. I know, I know what's and I'm, I, I definitely <laughs> feel Mary would have told Yuri, like, you you don't need to go in there. It's You just don't. It's going to be real cool when he reveals it, though. You're going to love it. It's going to be easy. <laughs> but, and especially watch, I feel Yuri would have, like, followed the lightning to the trapdoor, just, like, seen it go in for a second, be like, oh, fine, I'll wait. <laughs> so cool. I'd like to think Mary has probably definitely stopped Yuri at least two times during this lightning storm of him trying to go grab a lightning rod before a lightning (laughs) strike and hold it, like, try to hold it in a way where he doesn't get shocked, you know, like on the coated wire or whatever, like, and to be like, this, Mary, this is going to look so cool. Trust me, it's going to be awesome, okay? There's just lines of kobolds all holding hands and holding the lightning rods. (laughs) <laughs> ready yeah. just to like zap anyone who walks past <laughs> and during this whole time Ethan has just been in below deck in his hammock just resting oh yeah Unaf- unfazed he got by exhausted any of this. once and he's like super <laughs> nah, about once, it now nah. once he's, wearing he's exhausted Tommy, like Tommy 90% of the time <laughs> 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 he's taking every opportunity to like rest as much as he only- can <laughs> I yep. like how at first he only aged like a year or two, and now it's just pre- progressively more like, hmm, how much did he really age? Right, He's right. Like <laughs> I need my nap. <laughs> but eventually the storm passes, as do the remaining days, and as the weather starts to go a lot warmer and a lot less cloudy, you see the terrain below you beginning to change as you drift over the desert continent of Doblis. You can see like stretches of red, orange, sand, yellow, just insane. Like you wouldn't think there could be like so many different colors of sand, but like looking over from the airship, you can just see this like almost gradient across the continent as it slowly reaches that kind of southern point that you're traveling to where the sands start to actually like you hear 
the name of the area being the graying sands of Dublis, and you're like, okay, but like that's got to just be the name of the area. But as you're cresting this gradient, you see they are genuinely starting to turn grey. As you reach the southern point of Dublis, and effectively are coming over. <laughs> so you would actually as well pass over Kutafet, not that you'd necessarily know exactly where it is as you're just kind of passing over. Um, but you do also crest over Edgeport because the docks obviously seaside. <laughs> and as you are approaching and nearing the city, you can, or it, I say city, it's more like very small city, kind of large town, but city is just kind of the most appropriate word, in a way. And you can see there are definitely two docks split by, like, the sea being channeled through the centre of the city. One dock very much seems to be a water-based dock. You can see, kind of, the docking <laughs> as it stretches out into the water. The other one has, like, tiered, raised docks, and you can see there are airships docked at it. There are other ones coming in to land. And Captain LaCroix kind of just joins the, the queue of airships <laughs> waiting to dock. And you do eventually dock at Edgeport. Um... And as you do, kobolds just immediately kind of jump over the side and start tying the ropes. They've learnt. They've learnt fast. The first few times you did it, the airship definitely started drifting away. Now they've got it down to a T. They're getting a lot better at the, no the, the knots that they need. So that first, like, the knots would just start coming undone. Then once they'd got the knots down, the rope just kind of slowly slid up the post and came off. Now they've finally got down the exact knots they need to stop both of those problems. <laughs> and just for safety, they cap it off with a couple of saucepans. Cool. Because kobolds like saucepan, rock, sorted. <laughs> um, but yes, you dock. And almost immediately after you do so, uh, as I jump over to one note, because I have a lot of notes about locations and stuff. Um, who am I looking for? None of them. Cool. This kind of like sandy colored tabaxi just like appears basically <laughs> through the crowd at the other end of your drawbridge drawbridge gangplank <laughs> be amazing if you had a drawbridge on the side of your <laughs> edge <laughs> um as you you know as you lower the gangplank and you start disembarking this tabaxi is just there clipboard glasses hello uh, welcome to the midox uh, are you, how long are you docking here for? Hard to, hard to say, right, guys? Like, it might take us a minute. More than a day, maybe less than a month. That sounds right. I put you down for a month? Yeah. Okay. 
the vessel name? The, oh, it's the, uh, the patchwork pelican. Scribbles down on this the, clipboard. Uh, do you need captain name for your logbook? No, but it's helpful. By the dreadful Captain LaCroix. Not dreadful, but like happy dreadful. You know what I mean? Sure. The pleasant Captain LaCroix. We'll just go with pleasant. <laughs> Captain but like, can LaCroix. you write it like in italics <laughs> so it looks like, you know, there's some emphasis behind it almost? Sure. Captain oh. LaCroix. Uh, the docking for uh, one month will be. And just kind of licks one of the little Tobians and starts rifling through the papers on the clipboard. Uh, the docking for one month will be at uh, the price of three gold pieces. Oh, yeah, here you go. Here you go. Thank you. Pop that over. Are you needing uh, food and supplies for the crew? You know what? Yeah. And probably okay. some backup ones for us too, yeah? Enough for like. Licks Tobin again and starts flicking through. Uh -huh. uh, room and board can be provided for crew for the month at uh, 25 gold pieces. Okay, here you go. Thank you. Just carry on scribbling. Yuri kind of like look the guy up and down and see if he's trying to rip us off on prices like here he knows so, nothing about the docking ship industry can make but... either an insight check to see if there's like lying going on or if it's just like is this dude official you could try an honor check Ooh. at this moment ethan finally here he's gonna do an honor check i think that's more what he's like because like is this honors definitely <laughs> for that sort of thing like people who actually have that position yeah. Conduct themselves in a certain way. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like it would be kind of familiar to Yuri growing up in Wildthorn and with who Zeef is and all that mm. stuff. Like, he'd have kind of an idea. Because well, like, Wildthorn's people a poor too, right? would know, yeah. like, right, here you, go. you know how to tell someone actively has this position. <laughs> and they're not just it's all right, I guess, a 13. And I think Yuri's, they, like, second ever honor roll. They do seem to be pretty <laughs> legit. Cool. I mean, Yuri won't I mean, say anything. You're not just... too sure on prices, but like, as far as you're concerned, like, yeah, they probably do work at the dock from the looks of them. And as you kind of like look up and down the broad walk, you can see there are other people dressed kind of similarly, holding similar stuff, presumably doing the same. Okay. Cool. That doesn't seem like a bad price to feel like uh twenty something people for a month. So. Yeah, no, no, no. It, it was more Yuri was like, oh, yeah. he's he's seen people do this in Wildthorn and like act like dock officials. Like, oh, yeah, that's, that's he's why he's definitely seen it himself. all over Faulty. Yeah. Someone will be like, oh, yeah, I'll be 50 gold to moor your boat here. Cheers. Yeah. And then he's like, yeah, he's probably done it also. <laughs> Let's be real. Oh, yeah, somebody definitely needed to do the check. I'm just, that's why. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like at this point, Ethan finally cramped. made it to the dock, made it to the deck. Nice. <laughs> kind of just finally, finally just finally just came back up in his hip. Oh, oh, looks like we're here. Oh, how long you guys? Uh, how long we've been docked now? Three months. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, you. We were really like, getting worried about you, man. We called in wizards to like try to wake you up, and like you wouldn't budge, my guy. 
Yeah, okay, you guys are bullshitting me now. Yeah, so this is your copy. <laughs> you hear... <laughs> and he tears off a sheet of paper and holds it out And this guy's you. giving us our med, uh, your medical, like, magic fee bill, like... Let me see that. Like a... Ethan snags the paper. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, like, docking information for the boat. It says, like, the date you've just arrived. And it says, like, just docked. <laughs> this date. <laughs> Staying you for this long. <laughs> Asshole. <laughs> Gives the paper you, back. <laughs> but then he smirks a little bit. Gives the paper back to Yuri. I hand it to, uh, back, back to Mary. Yuri should not hold any official documents. <laughs> I will go Mary give should? this to guns. <laughs> 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 he is our manager. So. Mary, Mary, uh, hops or whistles for new buddy, waits for new buddy, hops on new buddy, goes back to the ship, gives the paperwork <laughs> to guns to deal with. As the manager, yep. it is his job. He's he's just below decks dealing with a whole bunch of paperwork for something. Mm -hmm. That's what he's That's doing. That's what he does. Yeah. That's his job. You know, probably just some maze guild stuff he's sorting out. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, shortly after this, this tabaxi just kind of bows and leaves and you're just kind of left stood at the gangplank gangplank the gangplank is right. a very different thing <laughs> guys <clears throat> what's the plan we gotta we I need to get stuff to... for desert travel we don't have desert gear i'm assuming you know because you remember when we were back back home well, yeah, the, and it was really fucking yeah. cold. same thing but for hot Alright. Yuri kind of is like looking at the bone. I mean, my, my outfit is pretty, pretty, you know, wind, like, I guess shade. We need shade. It <laughs> jingles probably. like a wind chime. Right. <laughs> I just realized the sun's a thing. I'm sorry, Mary. Yeah, no, definitely need stuff. Um, silk. We need silk. Ooh, silk. Mm hmm. Oh, that's... Um, but yeah, even though it is a relatively busy dock, you can look around and spot specific people if that's something you are looking to do. Uh, as we're looking, Mary, uh, Yuri will pull you aside and, like, not like super back or like two steps behind, basically. Just be like, uh, Mary, could you like possibly get the cover me for the silk? I'm like totally oh, broke. Yeah. Okay, cool. He was really banking on that genie not being able to magically <laughs> stop stuff disappearing from his yeah. stuff. <laughs> it's alright. And uh, of course, new buddy gets sent back to the ship because we don't take of new buddy with us. <laughs> um, I mean, he'd be real good shade. For a minute. <laughs> Before he dehydrated. But they are like super spiky underneath as well, so you don't want him falling. Over to you guys. Are you doing anything specific? Looking for anyone specific? Flagging someone down? Uh, um, we need a market. So flag someone for a market, Yuri. Yeah. Oh, uh, I was just gonna say, Yuri. Yeah, probably. Flag. Uh, yeah. Any. <coughs> just looking for anywhere, like uh, Mary said, with a market, and then. Uh, probably also ask about where. Uh, there. What was a certain place we needed to go? The maze or something like that, right? You know, Mary, I'm surprised there's no guide here. 
Yeah, we should definitely, that's why I was saying, like, flag someone, like, ask, like, hey, we need, like, directions, see, maybe a guide would be great. Yeah. Especially with desert, you know, because that's kind of a thing I did back home with, you know, is, is help get people get from place to place, so. Mm -hmm. I don't know this place, though, so I can't really fill that role here. Well, let me see if I can track down that, uh, that dock you guy. like, heavy clanking coming towards you. Am I correct in you're looking for a guide? Oh, hello! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and as you kind of turn around and look, Mary would probably... I mean, you guys have all seen one, but Mary was pretty familiar with them. You would recognize the uh, chitinous armor she's wearing as Remoraz chitin. That she just seems to be fully decked out in this human from the looks of it. Uh, blonde hair, brown eyes, a pretty flat nose, like a flail hanging at her side. Looks very much kind of like rough and tumble sort of person and just... You better be careful if you're letting people know that you are newcomers. Uh, guides, they're everywhere, but scammers, just as much everywhere. Good to know. So we should look like locals first, and then find a guide. Shopping. You do stick out like a sore thumb right now. That's how I could tell you were looking for a guide. Plus I heard, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, with that being said, we're definitely looking for some type of shop that we can uh, change our look. Well, uh, if you head down that way, and she kind of points with two fingers down the docks. You'll reach the Verdant Odium. Uh, there's not a huge amount there. This is uh, the mid-docks. Uh, everyone here calls it the mid-docks. It's just easier. If you're really looking for shops, you'll probably be wanting to head to Silk Point. That's where the market is. Oh, Silk. See, see, guys, I told you, Silk. Um, I'm sorry, I'm Mary. What is your name? That is what I was getting onto. If you want to make sure you're not getting swindled, just name drop Namin. Namin? Namin. I know you, Namin. <laughs> Are you. This, like, this one's gonna work better than Norally. Sorry. A guard? Or. No. Uh, but. Just a cool check? They know not to cross me. Something heavy. I just kind of like taps the handle of the flail at her side. Okay, the... now I'm gonna do it. I guess an insight <laughs> check. Like, what is what is this check? Or maybe a honor? I don't know. Either or, up to you. Just let me know. Which? Oh, I got a nat one, so it doesn't matter. Mary is just like, yeah. oh, okay, all right then. You're very helpful, uh, and thank you. If this you. is your first time to Doblis in general. There are guides and mercenaries aplenty. Much of the continent is just empty, barren wastes. So it's either stay in a city, learn to fight, or get good at guiding people across the deserts without dying yourself. I hear that, yeah, relatable. And are you good at any of those skills? I'm Yuri, by the way, sorry. I'm very good at what I do. Which is... 
kicking butt. Look at her. Looks well, at I you mean, again and just rattles the flail chain that she's been <laughs> tapping multiple times. <laughs> Take a guess. Uh, you're a baker. I killed this myself and just kind of rattles some of the chitin plates. That's awesome. Pretty cool. In terms of the guards, though, that would be the Crimson Hand. They are very noticeable. They wear crimson. <laughs> That'll do it. Pretty literal name here. Alright. Uh, um, it is very little, but uh, anybody could wear crimson. But the Crimson Hand. Look for a burning fist. That is their end. How how do people think of the like the crimson guard here in the city? Like are they like overall like yeah okay or like are they kind of shitbags? Depends on the guard. Fair Depends enough. on the person. Fair enough. Okay. Did um. But definitely avoid uh, pissing them off. Oh, no. And definitely is... avoid pissing me off. And just grins. You can see a couple of missing teeth. Looks like he played a game uh, of headcase in late recently. <laughs> hey, uh, speaking of, how good are you at dice? I haven't played a good game of dice in a while. Are you asking me or are you? Oh, you're I'm pretty good. Well, let's get a game of dice going. Yuri, right here. you good at dice? Uh, do I have dice? <laughs> don't officially Harry. have it on my character sheet so I mean maybe you know maybe Mitch is grateful to him and gives me small set because like it's Yuri nope don't think Get so like I don't now <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we can share this one Mary what about you I think I'm just gonna watch I mean I'll play dice with the best of them but right in the middle of the docks really yeah it seems busy yeah. I'm sure there's a table somewhere close or a, like a ta tavern? Or tavern, yes. Yeah, we're good. Good. I've got things to do. Why don't you find me at a tavern later, and then I'll play dice with you. Well, what tavern? Well, yeah, I'm sure there's more than one, right? There is. See you there. And just starts walking off, chuckling. <laughs> but, well, that uh, that didn't work. All right. Sure uh, you know what, Ethan? When we get back to the ship, get Eak Eak to make you a collapsible table, and then you could just like pop, pop, pop it out, and just dice right away. Who wants to play beer pong? <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, it'd be so much fun. Yeah, that uh, that I'll take that offer. I'll ask him next time. You guys can see, as I say, the uh, the Edgeport city map. You are currently in the Middocks which is the mid-docks in the south. Silk Point is to the northwest of the city. But it's a, it's a big fun one. You basically got to head, you got to head north through the area known as the Noon Gate to find the pretty much, for some reason, only bridge crossing <laughs> their little river that they've made. To get to Silk Point, or you—I guess you could get ferried across. They'd probably have little ferries. 
could we could do a little fairy. Little like, what are they called? Not gondolas. Are they gondolas? gondolas? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. You're the one in Europe. <laughs> <laughs> I do frequently boats. gondola through the streets of London. <laughs> You're closer to them. I don't know. Oh, that's true. That's true. <sighs> You're, you should know. You're the one in Europe. Oh my God, that was brilliant. <laughs> Sorry. Uh. But yes, yeah, so I would think it's gone. We have a ever since actually, ever here. since we left the European Union, we've had to deny oh. all existence of gondolas. So, can you repeat That's that? Fair. I don't speak crumpet, Mitch. <laughs> Hold on. Let me ask my son. He keeps up with British news for sure. <laughs> it's a thing. But yeah. Cool. You could you could find. A ferryman to take you across the river. There's nothing dodgy about a ferryman in an Egypt-themed continent ferrying you across any bodies of water. Don't Mm -hmm. think too hard in it. Just don't pay with money. Mary pays (laughs) with with stories. (laughs) Pays with teeth. Um, it would it would literally be like it's it's not the widest. It'd literally be like two copper to get across to the other side. If you were wanting to go directly to Silk Point, it would be like a handful of copper. Would a handful equate to thirteen? I was gonna say ten. Okay, ten with <laughs> three with a tip. Uh, you're, uh, Mary probably, I would assume, like begins to pay. Oh, no, no, Mary, it's okay. This is like the last bit. I got this, and he'll drop his last thirteen copper into the gondola. Over the edge of the boat, hand. into the water. Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. You hand over the copper. You get ferried over to Silk Point, and they would land you basically at the market because. Why would they dock in Silk Point proper unless you specifically say, like, I'm going to my house in Silk Point, can you get me there? And even then, most of them are walking distance from the market. Mm-hmm. Most people just say, drop me off at the market. And it is just as busy, if not more so, with all sorts uh, running around as you're just kind of like eyeing the crowd. There is a fair amount, seem to be the majority human. And you start to realize why the town has the name Edgeport, because it's real creative. It's a port on the edge of the continent. And humans did it! (laughs) But unlike a lot of the other kind of like Halidor Isles, for example, where it's like, this is a human dominant city and it's like mostly human, there's still a nice fair mix here of pretty much everything running around. Anything that would be okay in desert climates, you can probably see it here. And um, the market is in this kind of like sandstone clearing, proper like billowing uh, stalls, just kind of like little wooden market posts just all set up around this large central fountain somewhat reminiscent of the markets in Wildthorn. Um, but no one's peeing in this fountain. Yuri <laughs> would probably immediately notice. <laughs> Strange customs in this new land, not peeing in fountains. <laughs> Public fountains. 
Look, it happened one time, okay? <laughs> um, Alright, so we're going to need probably better water skins than we've got. We need to get some silk so that we can, uh, you know, stay safe from the sun and it not be too heavy. Uh, and maybe maybe some nice parasols. Uh, I don't know, you know, just kind of just gauge by like look around at the people around us and go, oh, they look comfortable. I should look for that kind of stuff. Yeah. And I mean, there are definitely varying degrees of comfortable. Um, and you're seeing a lot of these, as they're known in my world, desert-born humans. Um, definitely like probably the easiest way of gauging these sorts of things because there's a lot of winter-born humans on the Halador Isles who dress super warm. So judging off of them, <laughs> you're seeing a lot more of the kind of flowy clothes, very kind of like open sleeves, mm -hmm. silks as you say. Silk is amazing. Would the uh, shadow silk armor be like sufficient for this weather or? You know what? It probably would be. Because it's spider silk. There's just a lot of layers of it, basically. So it's not like... It'll be thicker and heavier and a little bit warmer than normal silk, but at the mm. end of the day it is still spider silk. Okay. So I feel Maybe like the extra thinness of spider silk... Just like a, yeah... Like combined a with the extra thickness of it kind of balance each other out. <laughs> um... And you do see varying different hats, parasols, ways of staving off the sun. Uh, Merrick, do you think just having like silk underneath all this bone stuff will be fine, or should it only be the silk stuff? Uh, I mean, you could probably just get like a nice silk robe just to wear over, you know, it's to, more to help keep the sun off. Oh, okay, you, I get you. You okay. don't wear anything under your... Does that not chafe? You might want to get something <laughs> no, under. I have, <laughs> I have like... Um, like, a, like a light shirt type... Like you might want to get a silk shirt to wear under it. Just for <laughs> yeah, I forgot he has his like crop top. His yeah. himbo crop top. <laughs> Which the bones don't go past the crop top, though. Nice. So his um, whole midsection is fair game. Yeah. <laughs> Stabby stab. <laughs> It's not um, armor anyway. I, well, I mean, I have the tattoo which raised my AC, but... Uh. And she'll just get, like, just looking for just... <laughs> it's it's also quite yards noticeable of it, as you know, well. So you can just kind of wrap and do as as needed. You know? mm. It's it's noticeable as they're now kind of, like, leaning on the fountain almost. Probably one of the very few people who isn't seemingly walking around in silks and other such similar light attire seems to be this kind of like deep deep green lizard folk pretty rough looking in appearance spiked brown hair kind of speckled cracked horns <laughs> dark green eyes and it would definitely catch your eye because you're kind of browsing everyone's silks that they're wearing and then suddenly here's a lizard wearing what seems to be red dragon scale armor <laughs> With, like, this huge battle axe that he's half-leaning on that's this blackened metal that's just crackling with lightning. And you can see there's, like, a symbol, uh, single simple sash 
across the shoulder to the waist with a fist and flames around it. Oh, nope, you're just backing up. <laughs> hello. Just give a little, little hello salute right. to the guard. Just nods. Nod. Uh, we could ask if they could recommend a guide, maybe. Possibly. Maybe they have official guides, like the city, perhaps, maybe? I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Wait, stop. That's illegal. You're under arrest. <laughs> no asking for guides. That's illegal. Not a joke. Uh, um, <laughs> yeah, the Crimson what? Hand, are, they're great. You're under arrest for asking about guides. Uh, but, how, how much I mean, do I need to probably, drop on Silk? Just I was so about to say, there's probably, yeah. I mean, like, a gold piece would probably outfit the party. If you're just going for some pretty simple... Just like, whatever we need to stay cool, we don't care how fancy or amazing it is, like, it's not going to be much, and that's like, here's some, here's a little bit of like, backup stuff just to keep in your packs, here's like, night clothes, because they kind of notice you're definitely new here, as Remora's lady pointed out, it can be quite noticeable, and they just... It can be quite cold in the desert at night, so Good you'll probably want these or your normal clothes. And the gold kind of covers all of that. Solid. Yuri would have no, just he... asked that his silk was like a reddish hue for underneath. Mm-hmm. So the bad guys can't see him bleed. Exactly. <laughs> That's why, why he always, wears, always a wears the brown kilt. pants. That's right. Mm. That's right. <laughs> Mary gets um, but a, yeah. all white silk and is very come at me, bro. Love it. <laughs> all the spiders yeah. stand on her arms doing your, little... um, kind of, you know, you're looking around. You can see various individuals, market stalls. You can see there seems to be like an elf over to one side, just kind of juggling knives, and stood next to them is another elf just leaning up against a wall um there's and like various stalls manned by uh aracocra um half elf there seems to be a couple of even gif walking around um another pretty humanoid looking person selling some kind of more naturey druidy stuff from the desert from the looks of it uh, there's a half orc and what's everyone's passive perceptions uh while we're yuri still catch it uh, yuri would catch it it's the kind of thing he'd catch so everyone <laughs> you hey, can my hear is a 12 it's not that bad drifting i know across, everyone is a um drifting across these market stalls as everyone's kind of shouting their various wares that they're peddling but you do also hear kind of coming from one side pets for sale desert creatures exotic animals come see what the cages have in store just drifting over the various noises of peddling wares okay Oh, Mary's definitely going to go check out that one and was, the druid yeah. one. Not necessarily to buy stuff, but to get information yeah. about the environment here. 
imagine. Mm-hmm. Yuri definitely probably would have been like, Mary, 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 yeah, Mary, Mary. Yeah, I know, yeah. I, I know, I know. We probably can't afford it, but can we please look at the pets? I mean, you know, we, we definitely need to go look because one, they're going to be cute, and two, that's information that we need to know about, like what kind of stuff lives here. So, oh, you're so smart. <laughs> you guys look over, and Ethan's already over there looking. Oh, he beat the suit. He's gonna pet all the good stuff before we get there. So where are you guys I mean, headed first? Are you headed the, to the, the druid first and then we, to catch up can't. with Ethan? Or the there is no way Mary's gonna stop them from getting to the pets first. So, pet. right. so you head over, and it is a human from the looks of it. Brown hair, very narrow green eyes, plain clothing. You can just see he's like he's sat cross-legged on basically like a rug on the floor with an assortment of cages and crates around him and just this long kind of wavy knife at the floor in front of him um, how well kept are these animals that is important make an animal handling check why not we rarely get to use it could you make one also I'm not perfect never Nat mind totally, uh, totally what dead. was that and that 20, so total 23. How well is I mean, <laughs> they don't look like amazingly, amazingly well kept, but probably about as well kept as they could be for cages and crates in the middle of a market. You probably don't have a huge frame of reference outside of like maybe on the Halidor Isles, they might have been like, yeah, come see my snow creatures, and it's just stuff, like, tied to posts that are nailed in the ground, and that sort of thing, with, like, big fencing around them. As long as they don't look like this poster I got in Faltese once of, like, this really sickly-looking animal, and, like, when I was reading it, this weird song started to play in the background from, like, this angelic voice singing wings of an angel i think it was like as Ascapa or something was like the name of the pet i can't remember but they look better than that though right mary yeah yeah no i mean we don't have we're saving the world uh we can <laughs> deal with animal welfare later i just wanted to make sure they weren't <laughs> but, like dying in these crates you know yeah Fair. as you head over the the head does kind of turn towards ethan greetings friend i am sekirka can I interest you in my creatures? Yeah, do you have one that's good at hunting? Or at least can be... <laughs> Most of them. What do you got? Well, what you got? Uh, today's catches from the desert. I do have various assorted fire drakes. And just kind of gestures over to like a stack of cages and you can see all these different colored fire drakes. That, I mean, you'd seen one before on the Halidor Isles, if I remember correctly, mm-hmm. that are about... They're kind of like pseudo-dragon-sized, look much more like a dragon than a pseudo-dragon. Because I, I kind of picture pseudo-dragons look a little bit less dragony. So, so just to clarify, sorry, just to interrupt one, none of these are domesticated bred in captivity, trained at all, they're just wild. That is the fun for you. Although they do have some uh, not training, but respect for people. I would not just catch and immediately sell a wild creature. That would be bad for business. I don't like how you... 
Th- yeah, I was just thinking that. I don't like the, the way you said that. Uh, they know not to immediately attack you unless you're being an asshole to them. And upon hearing that, Ethan's like kind of scanning around, looking to see if there's any like maybe, like any pup, any pups. We have any pups of anything. The fire drakes. We have armadillos. We have oh. the <laughs> mystical Benu. We have. The, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Back <laughs> it up. You're not just gonna skate by saying mystical on something. What? What is that? Are you aware of the phoenix, my friend? Uh, I'm going to do a history check to see if Yuri is. Like history, arcana, nature. Uh, 18, so I feel, yeah, Yuri's definitely heard about Phoenix. Phoenix. Yeah. It's not like there's only one in existence. They're like, they are a thing, but probably like, unless you're an adventurer who's seen them, it's like, yeah, they're just stories. I feel like it's but almost like, like a bald eagle. Like, yeah. I mean, great, we know they exist, but they're magical, really Big magical birds. Stories say they're like always on fire, and like okay. if they die, they just reborn in the flames. And he gestures over to some cages behind him, and you can see kind of like mid sized bird, kind of heron like in its like facial features and just general shape and dimensions. And there are like Blue flames curling off of it. Anyone who has Stibble's Codex of Companions, the Bennu is in there. Um, I'm assuming this is a third party Cambodian thing. Yes, it is. Okay. So some of these I have dragged straight out of his Codex because it's amazing. It is very Um, good. And it takes a lot of pressure off me for thinking of a bunch of small creatures to fill out my world. Granted, Yuri does have Fleeg. Yeah, Fleeg's just like stabbing you in the neck. Well, Fleeg's yeah. still in spines. Yeah, Fleeg is still with pride, right? Yeah. Do what? You said Fleeg is still with pride, right? As far as as far as Yuri knows, yeah. Oh, is Yuri he? hasn't. Yeah, I've never. He attached tried. to him. Yeah. Because Yuri's thinking of putting Fleeg on pride back on Prometheo was, hey, I can look inside their eye like Fleeg's eyes and know what pride's doing and then when they got too far away that's why yuri asked axiel hey right. is there a way so and yuri just says hasn't really been looking for the stuff he needs to have that ability to check on <laughs> armadillo's cool oh my god loving the <laughs> oh armadillo. my fucking god that armadillo is fucking badass but yes there are many who say the Bennu is a distant relative and descendant of the phoenix mm. much more common and much more easy to find as you can see and there are like three four different cages of them um mm. if what else do you got these more rare of creatures are more to your liking i do also have a few of the Comsonathus. Uh, the hell is that? I did not sneeze. Oh, it sounded uh, like it did. <laughs> As I Something scroll about back a Corphus Noxens. I got it. To got it. dinosaurs. I got it. Oh, oh I can't God. wait to see it. They're adorable for a start. Holy, crap. <laughs> Holy shit. They're so cute. <laughs> it is I lo- I love one the little, of the like, mustache more thing. common yeah, yeah. the desert critters. But they are still oh. a dinosaur. Aren't 
are there dinosaurs in the desert? Very much so. Okay. I once sold a T-Rex to a man. Why would you? Demon. Oh boy. <laughs> but to return to your other question, uh, if you're looking for specific hunters, I do have many hawks and just gestures over to a bunch of crates, and you can see there are hawks. Fucking and a spicy lot of hawks. Uh, or one of the larger hunters of the desert, and he uh, stands up. You hear like his knees click, his back clicks, and he kind of hobbles over to a very large. Uh, like rug covered crate towards the back like big yuri, big yuri, rug yuri, 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 yuri. And he, <laughs> I'm watching. the sovereign scorpion and there is a oh hell no I ain't getting that full <laughs> in terms of like D&D classifications medium sized scorpion no in the cage no no yeah, how, I'll pass how, on that. how often do these things like? How easy is it to, to find like their nest? Because I feel like he, he would not, not respond well. Uh, not very. Uh, you will always know if you found a sovereign scorpion nest. It will be usually surrounded by these, and he picks up a pot, lifts the lid, and kind of holds it out to you, and you can just see. Hundreds of little scorpions swarming inside this pot. And he just are, those, the pot back down. Are, those, are those babies? Not baby ones of those. Those are just scorpions. Oh, okay, gotcha. Okay. So, correct me if I'm wrong, Ethan, but sir, I think mm -hmm. my friend is really uh, in in the market for more of a um, canine style creature. Are those native? Do you have like desert coyotes or something? Dingoes. There are, there are uh, hyena. There oh. are. No, you don't want hyena. Uh, hyenas are nasty. You don't want that. There <laughs> are. Uh, it is not uncommon for one to come across a displacer beast, but that is more feline than canine. Yeah. I've, uh, would you, would Displacer Beast kind of be more native to Faultis, maybe? I'm thinking, like, yeah. jungle-wise. Uh, yeah, pretty native yeah. to Faultis. Uh, they're, like, kind of uncommon here. Okay. But, uh, like, they're not and, common uh, in Faultis. Yeah, but I think... Yeah. They're around. Yuri would probably tell you something. Those... Those, look like, are hard to keep track of. Yeah, I don't body. think you want one of those either. As no, are I the just... Blink Dogs. Ooh, Blink Dogs. What's that? Sounds cute. Uh, Sounds well, really cute. It's a dog, and you blink, and it's not there anymore. Oh. The, yeah. And it's now next to you. They, uh, I don't believe that shit. That thing's probably not even real. You're just selling lies. He has a blue flaming bird, Ethan. We but I don't even see the dog. Gods. I don't see the dog. I'm don't blinking. I don't me. see anything. <laughs> I'm blinking and I um, don't see anything. <laughs> Yuri. Yeah. Do you loudly say we are fighting gods? Like as loudly as you just said it? No, 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 no. I think it's very much like 
I don't even think Yuri actually would have said it. Uh, he probably would have to to Ethan, but definitely not loud, like as loud as I did. Okay. Oh, okay, okay, I got you, I got you. The one time Yuri's like has like tried had some wherewithal. But yes, All right. these are the ones which I have currently caught, but. Do feel free to check back another day, and they may have a different assortment of animals. What what Good. other kind of stuff is out there in the in the in the desert? Okay. What about uh, a lot of scorpions? Yeah. What about yeah. burrowing? Oh yeah, yes. Yeah, yes. Please don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't want. I want to be able to walk and not uh, be scared. Well, and he kind of like you see his eyes kind of scanning the marketplace and ah and points over at the two elves who were just kind of chilling over on one side, one of them still juggling knives, the other one still leaning, and he points at that female who's leaning, and uh, that one, Inertis, she used to be an adventurer, but her companions were all devoured by a purple worm. Did she take a purple worm tooth to the knee? No, she was lucky to survive. All of her friends were eaten. So, Oof. she came back and now she performs with her brother. It's Inertis and Hathaway. He is the best knife thrower in town. So, we Wh get what purple What did you say words. their names were again? Inertis points at the female. And Hathaway points at the male. Cool, 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 cool. And how much is this blink dog? That depends on the size of the blink dog that I capture. I don't currently have one for sale. Ethan, he hear me out, my guy. Hear me out, buddy. Imagine how cool you might, would probably most definitely look, and how hardcore you would look with a hawk, my guy. Where are the hawks? Let me, let me see the hawks. And just gestures over to the crates. Like, literal crates of hawks. <laughs> like, I can see it now, the super awesome poster for when False Idol's first performance happens. And you can There's see you. the market stall directly opposite. There is an Aarakocra who is just staring at the crates of hawks and shaking their head. <laughs> hmm. uh, that is not to say... Not all of these creatures are completely useless. Uh, not only do they make great pets, but... You could wear the armadillo as armor. Or, I was just about to, about to ask uh, if the armadillo had special stuff. The Comsognathus is great if you happen to camp out a lot in places where you're susceptible to bandits or raiders. They don't tend to sleep much, and if they sense a threat to someone that they know is not their friend, they do this, and he rattles the cage, and they start hopping up and down and chirping loudly. Oh, cool. Little, little warning system. What might exactly. be nice in the future, so we don't have to take people keep them around watch. for that. Keep an eye out in the taverns. You'll likely see one around somewhere. It's great for stopping thieves. For, for future reference for myself, how much are the armadillos, and how common are they out in the desert? 
they're pretty common if you know where to find them. And they're about 200 gold pieces for the ones I have right now. Again, it depends on the size, the age, how easy they are to train. Gotcha. Okay, out of game question. Can no. you have more than one pet? I mean, you could. Okay. And uh, that answered my question. Okay. Um, but there's also how a much reason are... why Mary doesn't take new buddy around most places. Mm. Pets die. Real easy. <laughs> um, how much? How much for the hawks? They are twenty-five gold pieces. Oh, that sounds oh, pretty cheap. Hmm. And then Ethan like scans the cages, looking to see which one he had, which one he wants. Hmm. Ethan looks and. Uh, as he's looking, I guess he's looking to see if any of them respond to him. I guess he's looking for more of a connection rather than just buying any random bird they to see if which one. On you. <laughs> <laughs> um. Sure. Why don't you make an animal handling check? Hey, I got a nat 20. 22. That's oh, yeah. Bonding with companions. I'm looking for the stuff about like forming the bond. That's what I want. This, for those who don't know, even though we're not sponsored, Stibble's Codex of Companions is incredibly detailed for something that's only like 170 pages. There's a lot of cool stuff, and there's basically like a Pokemon system where you can duel your pets. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's why you can't get a canine companion, because then it's too much like dogfighting. Mm. We'll just stick with other animals. It's totally fine. <laughs> Is there, just just curious, uh, since you seem to catch and sell these animals, is there, like, a official system of, like, people that have pets that you can, like, battle your pet with and get, like... An iconic little emblem thing, like so you know you're the very best. Leave my campaign. <laughs> but the, were you one of the best that ever was? Like I'm just, I, I'm curious. I just go out and catch them. Um. Do you catch them all though? As many as I can. So. Are there 150 of them, or? I feel like there's someone you can't. I even have keep a track. very big knife that Mitch was very sure to point out at the start. Please don't you try. See it, it is also on the ground, and we're like. I mean, I'm pretty nimble. I don't say that to him, though, obviously. <laughs> so, so yes. So with uh, that, uh, with that check, I'll, I'll say there is definitely one that seems to be like eyeing you up a bit. Hmm. It's like the oldest one of them. Right. <laughs> it just looks like a vulture, like a. Just like. <laughs> Are you sure this is old? <laughs> yes, yes, right. no. Very old hawk. Does it? Ha it um, looks like a vulture. No, no, no. It's hawk. <laughs> many fights and one. That's why it's missing feathers. Oh man. Um, Ethan points to the one that was like kind of looking at him. Can I see that when I'm close? Of course. And he heads over and kind of lifts up the lid of the crate 
and just <laughs> just grabs the bird oh, and holds it uh, out. While this is going on, Yuri's gonna like kind of lean over to Mary. Look, I know I don't have any money, but do you want to place a friendly bet that Ethan gets picked like hardcore with this hawk? Ah, <laughs> uh, how about how about two silver? I say. <laughs> You don't have any money. What are you going to be betting? I don't know. I will wash your leaf weave for a week. She doesn't even wear it anymore. <laughs> oh. Uh, I'll wash your armor for a week. I'm so sorry to interrupt, but I've just found the perfect creature in this entire compendium for Merry. <laughs> it is one of the undead creatures, and they're called Denticles. That sounds right. They are teeth. Yep. <laughs> they are vengeful Please tell me teeth. A picture. Please tell me there's a picture. There is, a, of course, there's a picture of denticles. I'll send you a picture of the denticle. I think they're all wielding toothpicks from the looks of it. Oh my lord, that's amazing. Oh, it's yeah, one of them. the greatest books I've ever seen in my life. Holy. And it was a good opportunity oh, to use it. Those are definitely Mary's. <laughs> That's no. why you're collecting all That's the teeth, That's too Mary. cute. That's too He's cute. Riding the spiders. Side note: Oh my back gosh! Sorry yes. for breaking the. <laughs> uh, but I, like, I, I don't know. I here we go. I bet okay. you a use of my glue. Oh, that's a. Ooh. <laughs> all right. On what? Anything you want to use it on. All right, what do you... Mm. Two silver if I'm right. Your haggling is honorable, <laughs> sir. I accept <laughs> these terms. Big old exaggerated shake. So <laughs> I think, what do you think? I'll, what do you think? I think... I, I think he will do well. It will not peck him to death. It might peck him a little bit, but I think I think it'll let him touch it. I think he'll touch it. There will be a pause, and then he'll either get pecked or scratched with the fucking claws. Not, but not like deadly, like you said. I think it'll be like a, you know, a, definitely something. I think it'll go well. That's what I'm betting. I'm betting it will go well. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> As he finishes blood. There we go. fishing the bird out of the crate and holds it out with both hands towards Ethan for inspection. No, you just let us you just let us hold these things like right in the open. I thought you were gonna keep it in a cage. Okay, um so Ethan like oh, before he grabs the bird looks back and I like to think that like before he You're grabbed the bird he, he saw them other. like talking to each other He's, <laughs> and then looks back at the guy. Alright. Um Ethan go ahead, goes ahead and grabs the bird and pulls it towards himself. It's so hard not to want to use thaumaturgy right now to scare the shit out of the bird. <laughs> Mary would literally to. see you doing that. I she know. has a metal arm. I know. And your I know. stomach is exposed. And we made a bet. And like, I don't want to cheat to win the bet, obviously. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, thaumaturgy is just a vocal component. Yuri could just be like talking and the phrase being there. I'm not going to do it, but 
just as a reminder, her fist is made of metal, and your crotch is right at like. It really is. It's exposed. It really is. I'm good. Just right there. Um. <laughs> okay. It just Even kind undercut, of like. Just get the nuts. Just... <laughs> you, you can feel it struggling a little bit, and it's just kind of staring at you. Um, Ethan looks at the the seller and um do they understand every language or uh, I mean they don't speak well, yeah uh, okay yeah I knew uh, that given time and training you could teach it commands like teaching a dog yes you know uh, teach it something give it a little treat for doing it correctly and eventually it associates and then after a while you stop the treat and it just does it. Got any little like uh, ankle little leather ankly cuffs leashes some sort of tether to keep keep uh, burb? Uh, yes. Okay um I'll take a look at those as well. And then while while he's looking for those things and um, anything like that that Ethan will need to basically have to tame this thing too. or <laughs> uh, to tame this hawk. Um, Ethan will also kind of inspect the bird to see if it has any like noticeable features because he's looking to kind of name it, but trying to name it based off its features or. Sure. Make an I investigation just... check. I have this total headcanon when I said it's the oldest that it literally has like black feathers mimicking Ethan's goat. It's got like, a full man <laughs> I got a 16. 16. Um, I'll say you notice it is missing one of its claws on the left talon. Does it, do, the, do the hawks have large talons? Oh yes. This hmm. uh, kind of like lifts up the silk sleeve, and you can see large scratch marks down the side. Pretty fresh from the looks of it. <laughs> Do talons grow back at all, or no? Not even your DM knows that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. I don't hmm. think they do. Well, it depends on like. Are you talking about like the actual like finger nubbin, or if it's like the the, the, the claw part? The I think. Well, like I know parakeets and stuff have to have things to claw on. Yeah. I'm gonna Google it. I will. I will handle the research while you guys RP. Thank you. <laughs> uh. So. Hmm. Would you like the hawk? Hmm. Let me think for a moment. And then Ethan uh, looks at the hawk, <laughs> looks around, kind of whispers to it, Hey, do what? you want to be with me? <laughs> do you want to What do you me? want? <laughs> I'm bourbon here. Um, <laughs> I mean... It seems to just be staring you right back in the eyes. 
pretty hard to gauge intent right now, but at the very least it doesn't look like it's about to... It, it doesn't look like it's sizing you up as prey. Okay. We'll, we'll okay. give it that. <laughs> so it looks like it says here, um, as long as the nail bed is not damaged, a broken talon could grow back, but it, uh, it takes some time. Now, is it damaged, broken, or completely missing? That Make would be the... a medicine check. Okay. Like, is it just oh, a is it that nail, maybe? <laughs> got 11. 11. You can't really tell, to be honest. You're not sure. You're not yeah. particularly experienced in avian medicine. Uh... Is wow. anybody? But you do have a Mary. She might help. Right. She that's what I was gonna ask. Hey, Mary. Uh, <laughs> mind taking yeah, a look what? at this? Uh, it looks like it's got a damaged talent. I'm not sure if it's just damaged, broken, or missing. Oh, maybe it could get like a metal one. Ooh, I that's like true. that idea. Uh, I would definitely recommend super training it before you weaponize it. Right. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Uh, I am Mecha Hawk. Ow! <laughs> I'll uh, I'll take him, as well as any Thanks. accessories to uh, make sure I'm taming him and controlling him. Uh, well, if you are uh, successful in uh, taming it, it should only take probably about a week or so for it to start uh, listening to a call to return. Uh, after a little okay. bit of training, you should be able to let it just roam free and call back. But until then, and he just holds out like a little leather cuff and just kind of tags it around the hawk's leg. Mm-hmm. And uh, how much it was everything all together? Uh, 35 gold pieces. Here you go. Thank you very much. Thank you so much for listening. Remember, the easiest way to find all of our links is at practicalheroes.com. Please consider supporting us at patreon.com forward slash practicalheroes to help us to continue to deliver awesome content and start to raise production quality. All money goes straight back into our shows. If you're hungry for more Practical Heroes D&D, why not check out our weekly livestream on Fridays at 9pm EST, Voldonia by Starlight, over on Twitch and YouTube. That's all for now, remember to share us with your friends, and we'll see you next time.